Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining So if I had to guess, you are probably not dreaming big enough. Now, you may dream big. You may have really, really big dreams. You may be the biggest dreamer you know. You may dream bigger than all your friends. But the reality is you're probably still not dreaming big enough. Because here's the thing. If your dreams seem doable, achievable, one day they'll happen, they're not big enough. If it scares the crap out of you, the idea that you may actually accomplish or receive one of the things that you're dreaming about, oh, you're almost there. You're almost dreaming big enough. Because here's the thing. Dreams need to be insane. They need to be crazy. They need to be over the top. They need to be otherworldly. They need to be the absolute biggest, most majestic thing you can fathom in your mind. Because if they're not, then what's the point of them? If they don't make you all tingly inside, what's the point of them? Here's where this comes from. I read a quote, and I've read it a couple of times in previous years, but I read it again the other day, and it's really stuck with me. It's from Owen Lindley, and it says, you know what breaks me? When someone is visibly excited about a feeling or an idea or a hope or a risk taken, and they tell you about it, but preface with, sorry, this is dumb, but don't do that. I don't know who came here before me, who conditioned you to think that you had to apologize or feel obtuse, but not here. Dream so big, it's silly. Laugh so hard, it's obnoxious. Love so much, it's impossible. And don't you ever feel unintelligent. And don't you ever apologize. And don't you ever shrink so you can squeeze yourself into small places and small minds. Grow. It's a big world. There's room. You fit. I promise. That quote fires me up like, whoa! I mean, it gets me so excited. Because that's it, guys. This world is big enough for you to be everything that God created you to be. So don't ever feel that because you were too much for someone else or that your dreams were too big for someone else's small-minded ideas that they're wrong. That person who made you feel that way gave up on their dreams. They gave up on the idea that life could be the most beautiful, majestic, perfect, exhilarating thing around. And because of that, many times when people give up on things, they make you feel that your dreams are never possible either. So I want to tell you, they are. Your dreams are possible. Everything that you want or desire or believe can become a reality if you work hard enough for it. Now, I'm not saying that if you work a little bit on Tuesday, 
that maybe everything will happen. No, mm-mm, no, no. Sometimes dreams are going to take crazy work, especially the really big ones. They're going to take a lot of work. But you know what? If you put in the work, you get everything you've ever dreamed of. And that's incredible. And here's the deal. I'm not saying this to you because I'm living in my beach house with all of the money in the world, constantly giving to nonprofits and providing for every one of my family members and traveling the globe every single day. I mean, I travel somewhere almost weekly, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm not sitting here telling you this because I have experienced every single dream in my life come true. But here's the thing. I have dreams that are crazy, that are wild, that make no sense to most people, but I also know that they're achievable. And then I have dreams that scare the crap out of me, that I I struggle to imagine a world where those things became reality. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with the fact that a dream scares me and feels too big for my own life to even wrap my head around. Because that gives me something to work toward. And it gives me something to dream about. Got it? Cool. Now, here's the other thing. If you are a person who has given up on your dreams and you have forgotten what it looks like to dream and you've forgotten what it feels like to have that tingly feeling inside your body at the idea that something really, really cool can happen, I want to encourage you to dream again. I want to encourage you to believe that anything is possible. I mean, we're in the Christmas season officially. Welcome to the Christmas season. And one of the coolest things about Christmas, and probably one of the reasons that I love it so much, is because it's so much about dreaming and believing and hoping and wishing. And those are things that I want to do 365 days a year, not just in the Christmas season. So I want to encourage you to dream. And you can start small. You can dream about your favorite cup of coffee. You can dream about a new shirt. You can dream about getting eight hours of sleep tonight. (laughs) You can dream about whatever you want. And maybe if it's been a long time or if you've been beat down by the world, maybe it's okay to start small. Maybe it's okay to believe for just a moment that things can be a little bit better. And then dream again. A little bit bigger. No, 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 no. Still bigger. Okay, almost almost there. Almost there. Now, now bigger. Bigger. Dream bigger. Trust me, you're not dreaming big enough. Now, here's the other thing. If you find yourself continually in conversation with people and you find yourself telling them that their dreams are too big or not possible or they're never going to be that person or they're never going to live in that city or they're never going to accomplish that thing, please stop. What do you gain from beating them down? What do you gain from bringing them back to reality? As I've so often heard people describe it. Here's the deal. If you've known me for any amount of time, you know that I'm a dreamer. And you know that I've done a lot of really, really cool things in my life. I've lived in a lot of cool cities. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. I have created an incredible business helping people get healthy. I'm a pretty freaking good photographer. I'm a worship leader. I'm loved by many, many people. 
I've had a really good life. I mean, granted, I hope that it is not even close to halfway over. But if for some unknown reason I died today, I've had a really good life. And I'm really thankful to have lived it. But here's the deal. I've done a lot of crazy things. I've done things that people didn't understand. I'm a boy from Mississippi who moved to New York because he always wanted it. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to live in New York. It was my only major over-the-top insane dream for years. But I also knew it was going to happen. There was no doubt. I didn't know when. I just knew it would. And when I moved to Syracuse, New York for grad school, people asked me, what are you going to do if it doesn't work? What are you going to do if it's not what you want? And I was like, um, go back to Mississippi until I figure something else out. Like, here's the deal. I can go to Syracuse and give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, I come back to Mississippi. Or I can just stay in Mississippi and never know if it's possible. So I went to Syracuse and it was incredible. I mean, it was really freaking cold, but it was incredible. I loved Syracuse. I, hey, I love Syracuse. And I'm so thankful for that time. But when the time came for me to leave Syracuse and go to New York City and fulfill a lifelong dream, people asked me then, what are you going to do if it doesn't work out? And I was like, come back to Syracuse? I don't, like, if you know my story, you know that I ended up leaving New York City because I got really, really tired of the winters. It was a dream that I'd had my whole life, but somehow I never factored in winter into that conversation. I know, I know, it's New York City. It should have crossed my mind. It didn't. Oh, well, I did it. It was amazing and very cold. And then I left. And I still love New York City so much. It is still one of my most favorite places on the planet. I miss doing street photography there every day. I miss my friends. I miss my church. I love New York City. And I'm so thankful that I didn't allow the people who thought that my dream was too big to talk me out of it. Because here's the thing. If you go for a dream, if you allow yourself to truly give it your best shot, then what's the worst that's going to happen? Seriously, think about it for a few minutes. What is the absolute worst thing that could go wrong in this situation? And when you figure that out, is that really a terrible thing? Is it really that bad? And my friend Laura and I joke a lot because if you're familiar with the Enneagram, she is a type six on the Enneagram and most type sixes immediately go into what is the absolute worst thing that can happen in this situation. So we talk through those things a lot. And it's funny because I'm not that way. I don't think about the worst thing that could happen. I don't dwell on what might go wrong to a fault sometimes because there are times that I should probably think of a contingency plan. I just don't because if it doesn't work out, well, then I'll figure it out then. (laughs) But there's no reason for me to stress about whether or not it's going to work out because if it does work out, amazing, And if it doesn't work out, then that just gives me another opportunity to find something else, to try something else, to give something else a shot. So 
Dream bigger. Dream deeper. Dream harder. Dream longer. Really give yourself the permission to dream again. Two of my mentors, Dan and Megan Valentine, were teaching a couple of weeks ago on dreaming, actually. And Megan presented this exercise for us to do as a group that really stuck with me. And it was the idea of filling in the blank. So wouldn't it be cool if blank and allowing yourself to dream? Wouldn't it be cool if I owned a beach house? Wouldn't it be cool if I could pay all of my bills on time? Wouldn't it be cool if I could do mission trips year round? Wouldn't it be cool if I could take my entire family on vacation and pay for it? Wouldn't it be cool if I could fund the building of wells in Africa? Wouldn't it be cool if I was able to help my friends and family get healthy in every area of their life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially? Wouldn't it be cool if I could travel to a different place every week if I wanted to? Wouldn't it be cool if I could own multiple vehicles? Wouldn't it be cool if I could give hundreds of thousands of dollars to nonprofits that I believed in? Wouldn't it be cool if I could help others dream again? Wouldn't it be cool if Cindy and Crystal and I could go to Vegas for a week and I pay for all of it? Wouldn't it be cool if I could inspire people to know that they can accomplish anything they set their mind to? Wouldn't it be cool if... So I want to encourage you today to think about, wouldn't it be cool if, and let that be a jumping off place for your dreams. Now, if you're already a dreamer and you're like, yo, I got all the dreams. Cool. Awesome. Dream bigger. Never stop dreaming. Never, ever, ever, ever stop dreaming. And never let anyone feel that you aren't worthy, that you don't deserve all of the best things in life. Even if you've made choices in your life that haven't set you up for success, even if you've made choices in your life that have hurt yourself or other people, doesn't mean that the rest of your life doesn't deserve to be beautiful. That the rest of your life doesn't deserve the opportunity to be everything that you dreamed of. Here's the thing. Kids are so good at this. Kids can dream about literally everything anything. And they dream really crazy big dreams most of the time because they have no idea the concept of money anyways. So they're like, I really wish that I could have this thing. And you're like, that's $4.7 million, you four-year-old. And they're like, cool, can I have it? How many dollars is that? Because they don't know. And you know what? That's so cool. So maybe, maybe try dreaming without a concept of money. Maybe try dreaming without a concept of the city that you live in. Maybe try dreaming without a concept of the world that you grew up in. Maybe try dreaming for what your heart wants, for what you desire, for the things that maybe you've never said out loud, for the things that you've never shared with anyone else. What do you want? And look, this may sound a little crazy, but... I want you to find a mirror and I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to take a good look 
at the person standing there and I want you to ask them, what do you want? What dreams do you have that I or someone else have made you feel were not worthy of being voiced? Give yourself that time. Think about it. Allow it to happen. And hey, this may be really vulnerable for you. This may be something you haven't allowed yourself to do. So if you feel a knot rising in your throat, or if you feel your chest get tight, or if you feel some tears well up in your eyes, it's okay. Because maybe this is the first time in a very long time that you've allowed yourself to feel what is possible. So take the time. Dream a little bit. Think about what could be possible if nothing could stop you. Think about what could be possible if money wasn't a concern. Think about what could be possible if the house that you grew up in or the street you grew up on or the city that you grew up in or the people that you grew up with didn't determine your future. It would have been super easy for me growing up in a really small town in Mississippi. And I want to be careful when I say this. It would have been really easy for me to grow up and graduate from high school and get a job somewhere here in town and just stay here forever. The reason I want to be careful saying that is because that is totally okay with some people. Some people do that and love that. And they aren't actually doing that because somebody told them they had to. It's honestly what they want. And you know what? That's okay. I support that. But that wasn't me. That wasn't my dream. My dreams were way bigger than JS Mississippi or Macomb, Mississippi or Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I am so thankful for the way that I was raised. I'm thankful for my parents. I'm thankful for the life lessons that I learned. I'm thankful for all of the lifelong friendships that I have from growing up in a small town and attending a small school. I'm thankful for the history of Brian Brister. But I also am going to continue to dream bigger and bigger and bigger and create a life that inspires people to know that anything is possible. And I want to share that with them. Do I want a beach house? A million percent yes. Do I want a beach house just so that I can live in it and smile at people on Instagram? No. I want a beach house to host dinner parties and slumber parties and weekend getaways and invite my friends and family to come and hang out and rest and relax without worry. I want multiple houses in multiple places because I want to be able to call a friend of mine who I know is going through a hard time and say, hey, why don't you go to the beach house? Why don't you go to the lake house? Why don't you go to the house in the mountains? Why don't you go to the house in the city? Take some time. Take the weekend. Take a week. Rest. Relax. It's all on me. Find solace. Reconnect with yourself. Reconnect with your spouse. Reconnect with your children. Reconnect with God. Whatever that looks like. I want to create spaces for people to discover 
and remember who they were called to be, who they were created for, and to dream again. So dream bigger and then bigger and bigger and bigger. And when it scares you to death, you're almost there. And now for a fun fact about water. By the time you feel thirsty, your body has lost more than 1% of its total water. So waiting until you're thirsty to drink water is a bad plan because that means you've already lost over 1% of the total water in your body. So let's not feel thirst. Take a break, grab your water bottle, grab a glass of water, and always remember to drink water. Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brewster for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.